Magic Without Fears Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. Without Fears, Hermetic Podcast. I'm your host, Frater R.C. For more and exclusive episodes, visit magicwithoutfears.com. Thank you for your support. September 21st, 1996, Maybon. So this is Equinox in the afternoon. It's a sunny day. I've discovered a new meditation using Ayn Sof Or. First, I meditated on Ain. A deep energy consumed me. Nothing. Second, I meditated on Sof. A flashing of energy came upon me from my left side, a pressure. Thirdly, I meditated on Or, and a very strong, soft energy filled me. I could sense the light. So this is a preliminary, or you could say advanced, it doesn't really matter, Kabbalistic meditation, focusing on the Hebrew letters of and or the concepts of Ain Sof Or, the nothing, the limitless, and the light. So Ain is the nothing, Ain Sof is considered the limitless, and Ain Sof Or, all three together, is the limitless light. And these are called the three veils of negative existence, which transcend Kether, the top first sephira of the tree of life. So this is like something you would do just sitting there relaxing and then going into a meditation almost however you like you just want to get to that point where you really are feeling beyond yourself completely relaxed <clears throat> and i would recommend recommend visualizing the ain first in the form of the hebrew letters but if you don't know those focus on just the concept of the nothing and let yourself drift into that for five ten minutes Focus. If you want to draw the Hebrew letters first, visualize them in your mind's eye after you focus on them on a, on a, in your diary um, in gold. Or if you want to do the traditional Kabbalistic technique of black fire on white fire, that is how it is said that the Torah was written as black fire on white fire. So you can do that. So I would focus on the Ain and just look at those letters. I wouldn't do what's called Temura, which is moving them around to change the root. But I was just focusing on the concept of nothing, the, the beyond the limitless, the pure, simple nothingness. And it was very interesting um, to see how even something that simple would change the entire sense around me and really take me in at least contemplative form as far out into <laughs> beyond existence as I could imagine going. 
then bringing in from the Ain, the Suf, and visualize those Hebrew letters as not just Suf, but Ain Suf. So you're adding to it. This is a very crucial thing, like the abracadabra formula, formula or any of those uh, pyramidal sort of verse incantations, whether you're raising consciousness or drawing down energy. Um, Ain Sof and focus on that as the limitless and just see where that takes you. Um, <clears throat> it's often in common in meditation where when you add an additional concept and you're in that very sort of still state, imagine it like a pool of water where you've gotten your consciousness so calm that the pool is completely still. And then when you drop that Ain into the water, it ripples. And then the next part of the meditation, you drop in the Ain Sof. And you can even repeat this as a mantra in your in your mind. That's probably a very good way to do that. I've, I've done most most varieties of these techniques that I, I would come up with. I would practice multiple ones, versions of them. So, you know, you can do that just in your in your mind or out loud. And eventually move it on to the second veil of negative existence. And you really want to feel your consciousness go through these different stages as you're really manifesting down from the nothing through the limitless to the limitless light into Keter, the crown above your head. But you're doing this with your entire sphere of sensation. Everything you can sense around you, you are, you are in that state yourself. And then finally moving on into the limitless light, into the and just let that be a, a powerful initial sort of meditation. Now, this is all part of the stuff leading up to my zero zero neophyte initiation in the GD. So this is stuff I was doing after I uh, tried and failed the self initiation through Don Craig's book, and when I was just experimenting with stuff as I awaited my my initiation into neophyte because I had this sort of leeway time where I've been told not to do any of the old rituals I was doing really with the exception of the LBRP in the middle pillar. Um, I was had cut out, and of course, tarot contemplation ritual and stuff like that, but they had, they had me stop doing all the supreme rituals and rose cross rituals and analysis of the keyword. When I said I was doing all that stuff, like, oh gosh, stop that now, because that's, that's for much later on and will be a powerful thing to trigger initiatory experiences that you have. So that's the reason for me experimenting with some different things at this time. And so I would have been in grade 10, so 15. Next, the outcome of this meditation. This should be interesting. First, the outcome. I noticed I see my aura was more strong. Second, I felt my aura was greater in something. Thirdly, I noticed that I was cleared and that realization came easier. And then I did a Mabon chant to celebrate the Aquinox on my own. This would have also been the, one of the first Sabbats I did after my high school coven of me and Dan and Dave broke up. And I think we might have just not been able to meet this time, but most Sabbats we would do our little Wiccan thing. So here's the, the Mabon chant I said. And this was later on that night. So I did the, a meditation earlier in the day 
um, I probably would have taken the day to be quite contemplative and, and really, um, as I did when I, I would often take, if I, even if I had school, um, I would often take the Sabbaths off and spend them alone at home just in study and contemplation, go for a walk in the forest in Lynn Valley through the headwaters. Um, yeah, I wouldn't go to school <laughs> on these days. I don't know if I had school this day or not. So there I chanted, Hail, all ye gods and goddesses, I welcome ye here tonight. Upon this night of summer's last, we worship thee to the very last. So I would have, this was, would be a combination of writing poetry and automatic writing that I would have done and then recited it all afterwards and worked it into my following ritual work for the day and for the evening. Autumn's first, first tomorrow is, is these days, the days grow colder, frost creeps in, and to the energies we give praise and ask for them upon this day. Great initiator. To thee we call, to the spirits, fairies, energies all, beyond space and time. On autumn's equinox we call, beyond space and time, beyond all that is manifest and into the unmanifest, blessed be. I have performed a ritual so that I will have funds to go to Vienna. I concentrated long, uh, I visualized long, and in the end release the final energy so mode it be so i don't know exactly what kind of what kind of ritual i would have done probably just sim simply the uh sort of a creation of an artificial elemental um just doing a lot of pure sensory work just pulling in the energies towards my intention visualizing in detail um what i wanted for the next uh the next year after Christmas to be able to get to go to Vienna and do some education there, which I did achieve by um, selling my Magic the Gathering cards for a small fortune, and that funded my life up until I was 20, yeah, probably close to 100 grand I, I made selling my Magic the Gathering cards that I worked very hard to collect, so the fact that I found a seller I remember was in, a buyer was in Philadelphia, and so back in 96 that was quite a trick for me to have achieved that when I was 15. Uh, I slowly walked closer to the edge of the barrier and I could feel the energy getting denser. Then I stopped. I know of no one to cross a magic barrier <laughs> and I do not wish to be the first to my knowledge. Yeah, uh, definitely. I, I, you know, I've never had never read in any of the books and I didn't have a very wide range of experience with different people who practiced magic. Um, and I never heard anyone say, oh yeah, I crossed a circle, especially a Wiccan style circle that was just sort of formed as a sphere to contain and then you pull all those energies into your shoes. So that's how I was doing the elemental ritual definitely at that point. Uh, would have been very much in the style of uh, pagan magic, uh, it seems I was going for, where you're creating a sphere, pulling all those energies in, bringing them out of yourself and just really doing all you can to like work with them all in your and you're in the alembic yourself with it just transforming yourself and your and your intention altogether this might have been actually with my uh coven but i i don't think so well, yeah we might have we might have just done a simple little gathering it seems and i don't know why i wouldn't have referenced them in this but um, sometimes I definitely didn't. We took the barrier in. Yeah, so we would create a, our circle, the three of us sitting with our hands together in a circle, creating light and energy to um, 
until it slowly growed past all of us and around us. And you could feel it quite quite substantially around us as we um, would test out the, the limits of it and see how it felt denser and stronger. And we would we put a lot of, of a lot of our energy into this and been doing it for quite a while. So we've gotten good at, good at working together as a group. <clears throat> so then we we took the barrier in, pull, we would pull the energy from this sphere that we would create back in towards us and towards the candle in the center of the altar. Then the other two stopped concentration and the barrier ended at my back. I looked at them, we continued until the energy was at the candle, then we took it, it inside of us. So we bring the energy into a candle and then we would diffuse it back inside of us. But they stopped, apparently the diary shows that they stopped um, when uh, I could still feel it around me, and I was like, "Well, hey guys, you know, let's let's finish that up and get that back in there." So there's a there's a probably one of the last sabbats I did. Well, we did a few more for sure, actually, over the next year. We even did Astara when I was in Vienna, and I sent them a thing, and we did it astrally with times matching up. And the Halloween after, um, before my initiation, I believe we did quite a quite a dramatic ritual out in the woods on a very rainy night. So more of that to come. Hermetic Science Enterprises is a publishing company based in Scotland, UK, that specializes in Western esoteric printed literature as well as educational videos. With various imprints under its belt, its roster consists of grimoire tradition literature, alchemical works, Golden Dawn tradition books, and the several texts and videos originally belonging to the philosophers of nature. Besides its downloadable videos and standard hardcover edition books, Hermetic Science Enterprises also produces beautiful and precious limited fine edition books that are true pieces of art. For more information to order any of its products, please visit www.hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk that's hermeticscienceenterprises.co.uk. And as a lot of you know, I've uh, talked with the publisher Lenny on the podcast before, including a six-hour epic uh, extended version on the Patreon, and uh, seen the fine edition of his new grimoire of Scott's Discovery of Witchcraft, which is only available for purchase up to 50 limited copies uh, till the end of May, I believe. So check it out now. Hermetic Science Enterprises.co.uk